and just all right here he is the famous man from the alley beat saint jack once again for the flavored fuel the new world mint trots out a delectably collectible selection of six handsomely hand-molded chief executive posteriors in pure 24 karat oil-fed cream red butter so purchase your personal thank you mr president's prize package right away today and we'll bend over the moon to show you a four cheeks for two new world deal you can have as long as they last that's right we'll ship out your very first sofa-sized send-up of our new world mint julius and self-tossed Caesar the W. Bush Jr. Butter Butt with a slick, kissable Texas cookout finish in pretzel tan that smirks like a million points of friendly fire. Then choose your choice dance. Try out the unlovable loser of the unknighted, unevil, unpionalessal elder George H.W. Bush Butter Butt. Yes, some folks think that a daily fat pat on a tight bush brings fortunes to lucky fingers fast and on the Inside. Or why not pick on the prickly X? People's choice. Express yourself, Pops, with a hop on Pop Plexi's coccyx. Sent frozen in FedEx's truck and extra finely struck out the way you'll always want to think about watching it. Laid low and inside. Spread wide. Suitable for getting framed. Kiss up today. The presidential butts and butter from the New World Mint. Where our wildest dreams are made of fat. Okay, baby. Oh, 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 oh. Wow, help him out, man. Roll him out. Roll him out. Beat St. Jack, man. All right. Front page New York Times. Obama bypasses Senate process filling 15 posts. Display of authority. A move sure to provoke new confrontation with GOP. No, it is Obama showing his GONADs to the GOP. He has been temporizing with these white gnomes for months now. They have, for seven months, they have kept him from filling 15 key posts in the Treasury Department and Homeland Security. And finally, he's saying, uh-uh, that's it. So after 41 members of the GOP minority in the Senate, that's all of them, you know, that's the ones that all say no together. I mean, if they had an N tattooed on one cheek and an exclamation point tattooed on the other, they could all moon Obama and it would say no 41 times. So that's what he's facing. So finally, they send him a letter saying, you know, when we go into recess, don't do a recess appointment. Recess appointment means if the Senate won't confirm or deny one of your nominations. And when they go into recess, you can make a recess appointment and those people stay until the end of the congressional session, which in this case is sometime in 2011. Anyway, so 41 Senate Republicans sent him a letter urging him not to appoint, not to appoint this guy named Craig Becker, who's a union lawyer, to the National Labor Relations Board, which up to now has only had two out of its five members. Therefore, it can do nothing. Therefore, workers who need the you know who need their help against da bosses don't have nobody in the room for them. So he he gets this letter from you know Mitch McConnell and the other forty gnomes that say, "Don't do it, please." He this is too partisan. You want to be nonpartisan? Don't do this. They leave. He does it the next day. <laughs> yep, Becker and fourteen other 
interim appointments and the GOP is just going crazy. But, says Obama, the United States Senate has the responsibility to approve or disapprove of my nominees. He said, but if in the interest of scoring political points, Republicans in the Senate refuse to exercise that responsibility, I must act in the interest of the American people and exercise my authority to fill these positions on an interim basis. Well, he's finally, you know, letting the world know that he has he has no one in the in in the in the GOP that will collaborate with him. They won't step across the line to say hello, and they're upset because they say, you know, the Democrats uh, during the Bush administration they held up the appointment of this guy Bolton to be our ambassador to the UN. This man, Bolton, who hated the UN, who has called for its destruction from the get-go, is now being sent to represent us. It's a shameful act. So, of course, we held it up. So, Obama has finally taken charge. How? By telling us months ago, it's all about health reform. If I have to be a one-term president, I'm not going to, in quotes, kick the can on this one. So, he went all the way with health reform, and he got it. Maybe it's not the greatest health reform in the world. It doesn't have everything, but now we start sticking stuff on it, right? There wasn't even any warm body to stick things on, but there it is. And suddenly he's the can-do president instead of the, what do they call, the wounded president. The president whose star no longer has its luster. I love the fact that people who work for newspapers, which means they work by the week, can find the time to get these metaphors going. It's fabulous. Anyway, he's now the can-do president, the man who, standing upon the, sh- the shoulders of his patient victory in healthcare, is now able to basically give the finger to the GOP. I mean, I love it because I know how powerful this man is. Oh, he's just totally reformed uh, student loans. It's now possible to get a student loan and not have to pay for it till the end of your days. Uh, when I worked at the... Um, Um, Museum of Natural History in L.A. I was producing events for them a few years ago, and I met one of the uh, people who was full-time there. This lady was a former professor of, I believe, sociology at the University of Denver and was on the fast track for a professorship, but couldn't stay because she couldn't pay off her student loans. When I worked on um, radio, I was an anchor for CBS for a couple of years, just just recently. And one of the uh, production assistants, his mom, was a paralegal and is still a paralegal and couldn't go to law school because she wouldn't be able to pay off her student loans. It's like an intellectual mortgage. It's a dead hand sitting on all the people who, what, made the unwise decision to go forward and further educate themselves and make themselves more qualified. And in exchange, they have become student loan slaves. Well, Obama has changed that. This man, this man is dispensational. You watch. They say, ooh, uh, Democrats are going to really take a pasting in uh, November. Oh, they're just going to lose here and there. That's what Michael Steele told me recently when I was with him at the Voyeur Club, watching some of those uh, pseudo-lesbian sex acts. Mike and I like to hang out at the Voyeur because, you know, um, they're all there. Lindsay Lohan was there. Lots of people in masks I I recognize from the Fox Network, but I can't exactly tell which from the other. So, you know, there's a lot of people ready to tell you that, that this man is like down, but I'm telling you, this man is up 
and out. It's Obama's year. You watch. The Democrats are going to gain seats in the House of Representatives and in the Senate. Oh, you say, whiz, man, you you really are out to lunch. Yeah, I'm out to lunch with Michael Steele. Right. And as long as he's hanging out the voyeur club and not getting like really live candidates to run for the GOP or big fat plutocrats to take money out of their Goldman Sachs pockets and make it possible. As long as he's sitting there watching pseudo pseudo lesbian sex acts, man won't even get down. Then I don't think that the NOP, the GOP has a chance. And you can quote me on that because I'm going to quote myself. You always do, Pete, so no problem there. <laughs> yeah, right. Who else? Yeah, the I, Nopers, huh? The Nopers. The N-O-P's, man. It never, never has there been such a solid wall of, of no. It's just, I personally don't get it, except that they're they're all white guys, and they're all old, and they're all basically coming from locker rooms that you don't want to be in. And mm, and, and, yeah, and yeah. Obama is just too much for them. They. they his own boy, you know, I mean, it's a difference between guys that you would like to have a beer with and guys that you would run the other way before you'd have a beer with, right? Yeah, you know, pe- pe- basically. People during the, 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 the Bush coup year said, you know, the thing about George, George about W is he's kind of guy you'd like to have a beer with. Not. Yeah, I-, <laughs> I don't want to have a beer with him. Mm-mm. I don't know if I want to have a beer with Dukakis either. I mean, I, I guess, but with no, I want to have a, I want to have a beer with Barack Obama. Sounds like a fun evening. Yeah, now Obama's right. You know, recently he just mentioned the fact that that the atmosphere is getting really, really bad in Washington. He even mentioned the fact that that the, um, the, the this Christian militia that was just recently discovered that was ordered by their chief to kill all feds if necessary, and all of this the, the, the rancorous side of Tea Party that really kind of like let's bring a gun to the yeah, party. To yeah, say, yeah, here's a gun. Here's government is in this gun. This Browning will do it. He said that's not unlike what was happening before um, the Oklahoma bombing. Ah, uh, yes, he yes, said, yes, indeed, sure. He Heats said, up. It does, and you know, and 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 people listen to that, and particularly if they're taking bad drugs or eating the wrong food or some combination thereof, they go crazy, man, and they think God starts talking in their ears mm-hmm. and telling them to go do some terrible things. <laughs> well, here's an example. Okay, this this is a, a beginning of a regular feature on Radio Free Oz. It's called Cringe from the Fringe. Ooh, I'm cringing already. Yeah, and this is this is this is the lovely calls that Representative John Stupak got after he voted for the health care reform uh, without his codicil that that required that no money be spent uh, by the federal government on abortion. Of course, he had made an arrangement with Obama and the next day with Obama there signed a special order that said no, no use in health care for abortion. But people weren't listening. They were just angry. And so here's uh, number one, our first issue of cringe from the fringe. <laughs> 